from Champa Bay. This, this is Pucks and Bubbles. Now, now, who's ready to light the lamp? Here's Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. As we get into storm watch number two, because there's a lot Ooh. of storms going on this weekend. <laughs> Lightning will take on the Islanders at home. And this is the start of the Islanders back-to-back. So the Islanders come into town and they'll take on the Lightning and then they fly down and take on the Panthers. So the Islanders are coming off a 4-1 loss that they did not like to the Devils. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it was not a good look on their part. And Casey, in fact, they, they said, and this is going to get me straight into my first point. Barzell said, that's a fast hockey club over there. They make a ton of plays. They hit you with a lot of speed and we're turning pucks over and feeding it to them. So what do the lightning need to do offensively? Well, I already told you they're getting a lot of shots on net. They need to continue to do that, keep up the speed against this Islanders team because that's exactly how the Devils just beat them 4-1. So you need to play into that game. They can't handle speed. Barzell literally just said it. They cannot (laughs) handle speed very well. So go in there, play fast, get that north to south game going and get shots on net, which you have done very well. This Islanders team is coming off a loss and they know that they cannot handle the speed um, and and they have a long road trip ahead of them. And this is the first game of back-to-back games for them. So they're going to try to come in strong, but it's your home court. And this is the opportunity to get your first home win. You got to take Matthew Barzell down. You got to hit them with speed because that is an area of weakness for this Islanders team. A thousand percent. And another perfect tee off, Kaylee, because that takes me into my problematic players to look out for. Um, this Islanders team, and we're, we, we, crazy enough, we have so many chips on shoulders and revenge and redemptions when it comes to this double header this weekend because of what went down between um, the Tampa Bay Lightning and both these teams. The Islanders yep. have been embarrassed by the Lightning, if you so will say, uh, when it comes to that Eastern Conference showdown multiple times. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the times, I think it was actually the last the last matchup they had in Easter Conference Finals, I said this team is just going to overly heavily rely on Matt Bazell to get the job done. And that's what they did. I'm pretty sure even Anders Lee got hurt, and he's kind of one of their other Swiss Army Knives there. And speaking of Swiss Army Knives and problematic players, Anders Lee is my number one player. He's the number one player statistically for the New York Islanders right now. Lee leads the team with two goals, three assists, five points, plus one, but 10 minutes of penalty time. So we talk about Brandon Hagel drawing in those penalties. Yeah. A guy you can do that with is a guy like Anders Lee. He loses his head very easily. Sometimes he's a quick one to antagonize on the ice. And I feel like if there's anybody that can get under a sin, it's going to be Brandon Hagel and or Nick Paul. And I feel like Nick Paul is going to bring a little bit more physicality out of Alex Kalorn. You see that if Killer's on a certain line with people, he can kind of body up and forecheck, work somebody along the boards and still get involved in the ozone action. We've seen it depending on who he's playing with and who his line mate is. And I think Nick Paul could actually be that guy that helps Killer get a little bit more of a physical edge there. But Anders Lee, keep an eye out on him. Also on faceoff percentage, success starts in the circle. I will repeat it over and over again, 57.1% is where Anders Lee is a huge contributor to this team on face-offs. 
Next up, and I would probably almost beg to say that this guy is more important to keep an eye on than Anders Lee. It's going to be your right wing, Oliver Wallstrom. Mm. Oliver has only played in three or four games, but in his three games, he has three goals, one assist, four points, plus three. So this is a huge offensive generator for the New York Islanders. Nine shots on goal, 30.3 shooting percentage, and that's only with 12-20 time on ice. And he's 66.7% in that face-off circle. This is a kid who can be problematic, who can cause some issues if guys on defense don't know how to completely go off in front of and protect a guy like Bassey. I'm thinking it's going to be Bassey in the net versus the Islanders for sure because they also have very strong goaltending, if you will, um, two really top goaltenders that can switch in there. The next guy when it comes to those forward units is Brock Nelson. And then Matt Barzell actually sits um, number six on one of the most problematic players on his team. And then a quick pivot for, as you said, they have to bring the speed if they are going to keep this New York Islanders team on their heels and uh, get some goals in there, right? So it's going to be nope. defenseman Noah Dobson and Robin Salo and Scott Mayfield that they're going to have to get in between, fluster, set up, and completely, completely keep on their heels. You got Noah Dobson, though, who actually sits third statistically for this New York Islanders team. Two goals, two assists, four points, plus one. One power play goal, 15 shots on goal in 22 minutes on ice. So he's somebody who's going to be out there a lot. You're going to see him kind of shuffling in between a few different lines and helping push that puck forward to give his team so many opportunities. But I've been the weirdo who's like, hey, the more offensively the defense is involved, the more of a chance people have. Their defense likes to get involved offensively. Um, and it starts with Noah Dobson there. Uh, Salo is another one. While he's more of just two goals, two points, plus one, four power or four penalty minute time, somebody else here that you can kind of fluster a reaction out of to get on that power play. Because if nothing else, this is where the team has actually thrived the most this season, even though they did st sit statistically high in power play success last season. So a couple guys to keep an eye on. They're definitely the, the biggest thing that I would say is this New York Islanders team. They're problematic from top to bottom in terms of trying to get goals um, and score. So you said it, Kaylee, if they come out fast, number one, which we hear Coach Cooper say this all the time, but they also, you know, redundantly have to play three periods of hockey. There's not one team they play this weekend, especially the New York Islanders on Saturday. They can let off the gas at any point and won't be punished for it. No, you can't. Defensively, you really have to be sound and you have to, like I said at the very beginning, really protect that area. And Casey, I love that you gave some of those, some of those uh, problematic players because something that's very interesting about this team is they've actually had a lot of blender action going on. They have had a ton of different line combinations because I think that they're still trying to figure things out a little bit offensively. And this is where I'm going to bring in some stats. So like I said before, the lightning, their shots haven't been falling as much. They have five goals for but the expected goals for is almost 10. The Islanders, it's the exact opposite. Their goals have been falling even when maybe they shouldn't have been. So they have 11 goals for right now, but the expected goal is closer to eight and a half. Wow. So what does that mean? This is a team that is still figuring things out offensively, which is also why I think that they're putting their blinds in a little bit of a blender take advantage, take advantage of what this team is lacking 
and really push the play on your end. So shut down their lines because they're still trying to gain that chemistry. They're still trying to figure it out. And some of their shots have fallen even when they shouldn't have fallen for this lightning team. That means this defense really needs to take advantage, protect that area right in front of the net, because this is an Islanders team that will use that to their benefit. So you have to protect that area. Um, but this is a team that looks better on the score sheet than they actually have been on paper statistically. It's just not adding up. So hopefully this weekend, the, the shots start to fall for the lightning. Yes. Fall away from the Islanders in this game specifically. And I'm also glad you said that too, Kaylee, because Kaylee and I have been discussing, I think like the last two weeks now, and we want to hear from you guys, Pucks and Bolts fans. We do have the at Pucks and Bolts account on Twitter now. So be sure to head over there and give a follow as well as to at Kaylee Mizell and at the sports case. That's K-A-S-E. With that said, do you guys watching the game prefer the eye test or do you lean into statistics or do you try to find um, the the sweet spot of both. You know what I mean? I test in comparison to statistics and uh, kind of the last let off of, of Kaylee's statistics there and definitely something to keep an eye on when it comes to this Islanders matchup is Kaylee mentioned defense. You can't let up. You have to play strong. And surprisingly, through the first couple of games, your defensive leaders were Hedman and Chernak, no surprise there. But now your defensive leaders are Mikhail Sergachev with two assists, two points, and Footy. Cal Foot is starting to find his stride on this team, and um, it's something that you love to see because eventually he's going to have to be looked at as a veteran presence probably sooner rather than later, and he's starting to rack up the ice time with a little over 18 minutes total. Flurry comes in next, and then Cole, and weirdly, it's, it's Eric Turnack that sits at the bottom now heading into the Sunrise game before hosting the Islanders here at Amelie Arena. So another thing that defense needs to do while they're trying to figure out these new pairings, get that chemistry, get that communication correct in front of Vasilevsky or the Moose, if you will. Um, New York's power play percentage is 8.3. It's abysmal. They see 28th in the league versus the Tampa Bay Lightning that are projected to head into this matchup at 30.3%. Um, also, penalty kill-wise is where they're the strongest. They sit third in the league. So if the Tampa Bay Lightning try to draw in those penalties and go on the power play often, they're going to be putting themselves in a situation where they're going to be very challenged. So that's where Kaylee's point from the last Pucks and Bolts episode comes in and says even strength needs to get mm -hmm. even stronger if yep. you will. Um, they also, they, they edge the lightning when it comes to that face-off percentage. Um, they edge the lightning on goals for, and they edge the lightning on goals against. So just a couple more things to keep in mind before the Tampa Bay lightning host the New York Islanders in Amelie arena and hopefully have themselves a great, great weekend and rack up those points. It's time to get back in the plus column for this team, a team that we know is filled with quality and I will continue to say regardless of their results a hockey town that is hosting one of the best hockey teams a hundred percent I cannot agree with you more retweet 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 one last thing as they do face off against the Islanders Scott Mayfield is actually a defender that this lightning offense needs to run down he was on the ice for 15 of the scoring chances against 
and only contributed to three scoring chances for. So he's a guy that you're going to be able to take advantage of. Yeah. And so, Casey, as we get into this weekend, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening, Pucks and Bolts fans. I'm Kaylee Weisel. This is Casey Hudson. You can follow us at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter. Be sure to do that, and we will catch you next time.